It's a film with three brains. 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 Be or not to be. Not to be. Columbia Pictures is proud to present the screen's greatest action hero, Jack Slater. Slater! Don't even fucking Slater, you hear me? This is the Lieutenant Governor. Slater, here's what I... The Governor gets you, call me. And Danny Madigan is his biggest fan. <laughs> Jack. But tonight, a magic ticket. It's a passport to another world. We'll get Danny closer to the action than anyone ever dreamed. This summer, it's head on thrills. I have killed people smarter and younger than you. Head first excitement. I hate when it happens. He's got the ticket. Now I possess power, real power. He's going over to my world. In this world, the bad guys can win. The door must still be open. Come on. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Jack Slater, and Jack Slater is... Everybody down! The last action hero. The big ticket for 93. I'll be back. Ha! You did not gonna say that, did you? Hi. Welcome to The Film with Three Brains. I am Cohen in Maplewood, New Jersey. And I am Sean in Chicago. And Sam in San Francisco. The masterpiece we are discussing today is the only Arnold Schwarzenegger film to win several Oscars. Uh, uh, I kid. Uh, I'm talking about Last Action Hero. Didn't win any Oscars. Maybe a Razzie or two or ten. I don't think it won any, but it was nominated for a lot of Razzies. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Last Action Hero, if you are, are unaware, is a colossal box office bomb. One of Arnold Schwarzenegger's probably biggest failures as a as a actor, movie star. Um, cost a lot of money, didn't make any. Uh, it was a, sort of a, a very meta, self-referential satire of action films uh, with middling to dog shit results. <laughs> hey, I got to correct you real quick because yeah. you're already wrong. You're one sentence into the whole thing. You're already wrong. <laughs> I'm already lying. <laughs> it made back its money. <laughs> it did. Well, I know. I know. But just... Okay. It's a box office disappointment, but it's not a bomb. It made back more than All right. Rather than a box it. office bomb, it was just crucified by critics and audiences alike. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> yes. everyone hated it. I bet you Arnold Schwarzenegger's mom called him and was like, you fucker. This is terrible. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, some people seem to like it. It, it, it has apparently got again, garnered a bit of a cult following in the last, uh, you know, 10 to 20 years, which I don't know, don't get, but it's cool. Um, I hadn't, well, what about you guys? You, you've seen it before any, uh, I assume, but recently. Hmm. Not recently. No, I haven't, hadn't seen it since the nineties and don't, I definitely didn't see it in the theater. <laughs> didn't know did, no um 
Well, I mean, we'll get to this, I'm sure, but it was right after Jurassic Park came out. Yeah. So I was obsessed with Jurassic Park that whole summer, as I think we all were. Yeah. So I, I, think, I, I think I think I saw Jurassic Park three three times in the theater. Yeah, I was at at least two by the time I ever thought about seeing Last Action Hero. Yeah. What's Jurassic Park? It's a movie about dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, a quaint little like Spielberg it. film. <laughs> <It's quaint. laughs> One of his many indie films. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I probably his, slid his, right under my radar. His quiet little low budget indie film. <laughs> uh, anyway, Sam, did you see Last Action Hero in the theater? I don't remember seeing it in the theater. I don't remember seeing it at all. I did know I saw it, and then I had not seen it again until this last viewing, which hmm. will be the last time I ever see it. What? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. If, yeah. If we're under my control in the future, yeah. I so, could end up in some Well, I definitely like, saw it in the theater, and I definitely saw it again when it came out on video, and I don't think I've seen it since. And, you know, as you guys probably surmise, it's... Uh, you know, I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. <laughs> it didn't improve with age. But it, like no, a... and I had hoped it would. Yeah. Um, they, so here, here was my here was my curiosity because I didn't remember it very well. I didn't remember why I didn't like it so much. I remember some things, but not. I didn't remember it that that great. But I had hoped that perhaps the reason I didn't like it way back then was that it was just too much for my stupid little brain to to comprehend. You know, pre-scream. Uh, pre-meta, mm-hmm. you know, just like it, you know, satire. To wait, what year did this come out? Ninety-three. Ninety-three. Yeah. So what? We were like sophomores in high, or no? Wait, we graduated. No, we by then. We're yeah, you were starting college. You just all right. So like your... freshman in college, me, not perhaps into movie satire so much. Although maybe actually, yeah, I don't think you. I I know what you're saying that that it like well right you know, all the, all the in jokes. Right, went over your head or something, or, or you know, the, just the movie or, business yeah, stuff. I just wasn't, I just wasn't ready for this level of you know deconstruction. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case at all. It's just fucking terrible. It's just poorly executed. I think. Is that? Yeah. I mean, what what are your thoughts? I have specific uh, gripes, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> two big <laughs> ones really. I'm sure, we all. I'm sure we all do. I think that as soon as I started reading about the movie, I was like, okay, because you know, seeing all the different script doctors mm-hmm. and all the, yeah. all the studio bullshit and the release right. date, which I already mentioned was right after yeah. Jurassic Park, which yeah. was, they were hell bent on keeping right. that release date. And no, and they were yeah, no reshoots, no, tweaking, no reshoots, just... no hardly any time to edit at all. Right. Which is kind of amazing, but at the same time, it, it makes sense because it's, yeah. it's, it's a, a mess. mess. It's a mess mm-hmm. of a movie. Yeah. I my my two biggest uh, my two biggest besides that I agree with you everything you just said but in addition to that on, along the lines of it being a mess it's and it it is it's so it's so tonally all over the fucking place but the, and to add on to that it's like the the first half of the film where it's like within the movie is not like any action movie anyone's ever made it's just <laughs> it's just a mishmash of all these non-connected thoughts and details that don't make a fucking lick of sense. Like, why are there cartoons in this? Right. You know, why is Humphrey Bogart show up in it? It doesn't make any sense. There's no cohesion at all. It's not like we're watching a real action movie. Yeah. It's just cherry picking tropes from, and not even tropes, just like details from other movies that aren't even necessarily action movies. 
it, right. it, it just doesn't yeah. it, it just doesn't make any sense the whole time you're watching going what the fuck is this you know there's like one or two moments or set pieces that kind of work as action films but not really you're just like what the hell am i watching it, it, it's so weird and then the you know and that just destroys it completely but so by the time they get to the real world it doesn't matter like they've lost us all mm-hmm. you know the real world stuff is fine you know i think it's the best bit of it but it's still not great and the and the second big thing is that that kid is terrible yes like it got to a point where if he said movie one more time i was gonna like put my fist through the fucking television and burn down my house (laughs) movie i'm in the movie it's the movie i'm in the movie it's he keeps saying fucking movie, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to invent a time machine just so I can go back and, and murder you before you ever say movie. I'm sorry to uh, Austin O'Brien. Yeah, sorry, Austin. He, I, he, you know, he, had, I, he was punished. His career was... Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Short-lived. Short-lived. But he's terrible. He's just terrible. He just sinks the whole movie. Like, this kid... <laughs> I mean... You're going to cast a kid to care. He's, car- he's supposed to be carrying this movie more than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you can't fuck up that casting. You can't. And I, I thought it was interesting that they were, they were looking at Macaulay Culkin, but he, was, he just wasn't available because he was working on two other movies at the same time. And, like, what a difference would that have made? It would have been huge. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it supposed to be like a nine-year-old kid or something? In the, I guess that's I the original know. screenplay. It's like he's supposed to was be like nine. And they mentioned ten, but... I mean, that kid looks like he's 12, at least. At least, yeah. yeah. I would no, say he's... like 13 or 14, maybe, like freshman in high school or 7th, 8th yeah. grade, 7th, 8th, ninth, somewhere in there. So that's another problem. Um, it's like, you know, they're matching, they're, they're like trying to write a sweet type of movie. I think Arnold said some points that it was a sweet movie because mm-hmm. of their relationship and father figure and blah, blah, blah. But also the kid has to be like a nut about action movies, which yeah. should be a little older, like 12, 13, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he's so referencing movies he's not old enough to have seen. Yeah, and he knows. About I get it. He's friends the with the, he's friends. He's friends with the projectionist. His mom's not around. Yeah, but still, I don't know. Yeah, he's just his performance is just it's irritating. It's just bad. There's no there's no getting around that. Like, every, if they'd have cast, I think if they'd have cast someone better, someone who could really carry a film, maybe it would have been at least entertaining. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it, still a mess. It's still a mess. But maybe because I felt like Arnold Schwarzenegger was kind of I, I found him pretty likable and interesting. I don't know. Like I thought his performance was pretty good. I felt like he was trying much, you know, like he's try, he knew he was in the middle of some shit and he was trying like hell to salvage it. He just couldn't. It was just too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's the problem, although I right. think as no. a producer and such, I think he had. A, oh, well, yeah, a lot. He had bit off too much. Yeah. There, but um, I mean, he took it really personally that this movie didn't do well. Yeah, um, and so did John McTiernan. I mean, he had said he kind of went off and back to his ranch in Montana after this because yeah. he was like, eh, "All right, we just stew on this a bit." Yeah, the re- the the moment I knew uh, we were in trouble was actually before <laughs> the Arnold stuff. Well, it was. Ar- it involves Arnold, but it's before the movie stuff. It's when he's in class watching the damn Hamlet. Yeah. And then they go into a UHF type of dream sequence. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, whoa, wait, like, is this, I mean, are you think this is foreshadowing? It's, it's, it's undercutting 
the jump to the the movie magic stuff, I mm-hmm. think. And it's also and it's cheesy. It wasn't that funny or good on its own anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yo, it's Hamlet, but but he's an action figure. Oh, that's funny. And also, it, it, there's no like. It's only used once. Like he just, you know, they just jump right to it. Like, okay, here's a here's an imagining of how it would be interesting. Because, yeah. you know, and I, I was like, okay, well, that's that's a sign of where we're going here. And then, yeah, it, it didn't get yeah more interesting. I think, I think it'd be really interesting to see a ninety minute cut of this movie. Yeah. Cut out that. Cut out. I don't know a bunch of shit. Minimize the kid as much as you can. It's going to be virtually impossible. He's like in every scene. But see what you can do with like a svelte ninety-minute cut. I don't know. It's just so, it's just so all over the place. I just ugh. yeah. You know why? Because they said we're gonna make a movie where a kid goes into the movie like a Purple Rose of Cairo sort of thing, but it's gonna be an action movie and it's gonna be a satire of itself. And I want everyone in the room to sit down and think of a couple scenes that type of movie would have. And everyone did that, and it came up with yeah. 80 of them. Right. And they're like, okay, we'll use them all. I don't want to hurt anyone's yeah. feelings. <laughs> right. We're going to use and them And that's all. how this they came up great. with the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, you know, the reason you, you said it earlier, and I wanted to expound on it a little bit. You said, oh, it was more interesting when they came into the real life. Mm-hmm. And it's because the hero and the bad guy both come into the real, real world. And they have to take a minute and figure out the rules of the real world, and it doesn't mm-hmm. work. You know, yeah. and just about any movie where you have someone go to another world or get a new superpower, or whatever, they spend time to test it. So, you, as an audience, mm-hmm. you get to learn what the rules are and what it's capable of and can and can't do. Right. And when the kid goes in, there's none of that. And in fact, it breaks the rules because of exactly what you said. You're like, wait, they don't explain why there's a cartoon cat. Or Humphrey Bogart, like you said. Mm-hmm. They don't explain any of that. Like, if it was a world where all movies are being made all at the same time in right. different parts right. of the city, right. you'd be like, you know, some like maybe Roger Rabbit or something sort of right. thing where you're like, oh, okay, he's living his little part of the world in this, you know, suburb of L.A., and all of this is happening, and next door is this, and next door is this, and next door is this. We could somehow buy that. But we're supposed to believe that his world is like our world in some way, but then it's not, and he doesn't see it at all. So there's no there's no rules, there's no setup. And then when versus when they come out, what's the bad guy do? He right away realizes he's like, wait a second, in my world, if I do something bad, I start getting busted like almost instantly. Like, but in here, people do bad things in the street, and they don't even stop and no one stops like right away Mm. it became way more interesting you're like oh what does this guy who knows how to be a really bad bad guy do when he realizes that the cops aren't everywhere and no one's going to turn him in you know like that's Mm. when that's the movie i wanted to see like i didn't need the kid and magic ticket and all the other stuff and you know some of it gets to be a little maybe um lawnmower man or some other sort of thing maybe with that ticket but yeah but still, at least that was the moment where they're like, "Okay, we're, we're, this is this is the movie we should have made." Yeah, you that know? and the the ticket conceit, the Harry Houdini thing, I found a little irritating too. It's horrible. It's like <laughs> it's like you you have this old man character, you know, who lives his life as a projectionist, is his whole life. I feel like he should have been some. It should have just been him. You yeah, know? like he's the source of the ticket or whatever, however it works, doesn't matter. It's him. Like 
this Harry Houdini shit and like, oh, I was afraid to use it. And like, what? That That's just so clunky. Right. Yeah. Or he's just a little older. He works in the theater, in an old theater, has seen a million movies and has finds this ticket wedged yeah. behind something. Right. And has it. Because then you're like, oh, now I understand why this kid knows all these movies. He's old enough. He works in a theater. Right. You know, and he finds, we didn't need a Harry Houdini backstory for this ticket. It has yeah. nothing to do with anything. Right. It really had nothing to do with movies. I mean, just because he's a magician, there, there's magic in, in movies or something. But, I mean, <laughs> Houdini hated, like, the supernatural and, and like, went out of his way to debunk right. spiritual mediums and stuff. <laughs> right, like, yeah. So he would have hated this, <laughs> yeah. Using yeah. him as a conceit, I thought it was really interesting that Zach Penn and Adam Laff, in their version, their first version, they didn't have an explanation. They didn't have a magic ticket. They didn't have any right. of that stuff. And all and that, it doesn't you know, need it. It doesn't need it. That's I don't makes think. a lot of sense because it's so out of place. It's so yeah. And yeah, the kids should be older. I mean, part of the reason Scream works so well is because these are high school kids, you know, who are the subject and audience of all horror movies of that ilk. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, yeah, just this little kid riding around his bike. I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. It's nuts. Ugh, man. Maybe someone should remake it. <laughs> With The Rock. With The Rock. Oh, God. And uh, I don't know, one of the kids from Stranger Things or something. I don't know. I don't no, think you should be a little older. It it, well, I don't, yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I like some of the cameos here and there. Like I didn't mind that. It's just the the like the the ridiculous like sort of fantastical elements don't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like the villain. I mean, well, either the I mean, I like I like um uh what Charles Dance, you know, he's a yeah. good villain. I like him mm-hmm. as an actor. Yeah. And a villain. But I mean, he's not like like he's not the villain villain. He's sort of like Mm-hmm. He's the hitman of the guys, and then these, the slasher is actually the the main, the the villain we know, or you yeah. know, the move, I don't know. It was just, again, it was it was, it was kind of it all seemed kind of pointless. Like why was, why do we need any of that stuff? And I mean, if if the end of the last Jack Slater movie, his son dies. Like, shouldn't there be, <laughs> uh, shouldn't there be more, you know, emotional something going on? Like he, I mean, I think there's one moment when he kind of sees a picture of his dead son, Jack Slater does. Mm-hmm. And then he, and then he has a moment, he looks at the kid and he's like, oh, you know, he has, he has something going on, but we don't know what the hell it is. We just like, he pauses to take a moment to take it all in. But I mean, it was it was really weirdly dealt with. Like, okay, there's this huge storyline of his kid, presumably dying at the last, end of the last movie, and then they just skip over it, or they, they yeah. come back to it later. But it's it's just really, I don't know, it just seems crammed in there. It doesn't seem like organic at all. Like it doesn't have any relationship with this kid. Yeah, and which then he, he has should. a daughter who's like twenty years older than. Him. And then he has a daughter who's, yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, it, Hi, it feels it, it feels like a script written by each scene is written by someone else. It's like mm. an experiment, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that 
Zach Penn and uh, what's his name, the other guy who wrote the original draft or original screenplay, don't even get screenplay credits changed so drastically from what they originally wrote. Right. They just get story credit. Which makes sense. And they brought in Shane Black, who is, you know, behind most of the big action movies. Right, who they were parodying <laughs> in the first place. Yeah. And then script doctors like Carrie Fisher and William Goldman were brought in. Jeez. Did you? I saw that Carrie Fisher too. I was like, wait a minute. Is she, does she did, did she do that a lot? Or is that just, yeah, I think she did actually. Okay. All right. I'm curious about it. I don't see why they would need so many people to fix this or obviously (laughs) didn't fix it. I mean, you know, it was just too many cooks. (laughs) Yeah. Spoiled the soup or whatever. I wonder what would have happened if they'd have just made it with the the original draft that they wrote. I'd be curious in that. Yeah. Like you said, like a 90 minute cut, original intent. Don't add any of the crap. Um, recast it. Uh, maybe maybe don't do John McTiernan either. I mean, if you're same, for the same reason, you don't need Shane yeah. Black writing. Like, why bring a mega yeah, director of action movies? That's a to good do this? point too, because like they bring they bring in John McTiernan, you know, who did Predator, who did um, Die Hard, uh, who did Die Hard with the Vengeance after this, and the Thomas Crown for October. Yeah, Hunt for October. So. Why is it then that the action scenes in the movie within the movie are all flat and and like not well done? It's weird. It's really weird. They're over the top, strange. Like the scene where he, you know, has to get down the get down uh, the whatever they're in the Hollywood Hills or something. He has to get down to the bottom before the car. He just like jumps over the railing and flies <laughs> forever. There's a lot of flying in this and movie. like lands on a railing and does a flip. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah. I, you know, I was shocked at how many times something would go flying and just land gracefully. Like the car going into the spillway, you know, yeah. Or onto the Coca-Cola truck and magically sort of just bouncing onto the road. Yeah. And then, the you know, him on a bike doing the E.T. thing on a, some <laughs> rooftops. Yeah. With no real explanation or need. You know, there's like, okay. You could have done like a normal, like a short, a smaller stunt and and making it a real stunt, you know? It was, yeah. it was like they were, par- yeah, they were parodying the action itself, but they weren't. But for no reason, like, why would you make the stunts bad? <laughs> yeah, there, there were some of the like this, this, the sort of the sequence with the 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 funeral and the helicopter and all that. There were moments there. Some of that was pretty well done. But like, yeah, I don't know, just bits and pieces here and there. Although I will, I will admit that in the scene with his daughter in the house, right before he dives off the balcony, when he pulls the electrical cord and like jams it into the dead guy, who then I guess muscles contract and pull the trigger. I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> you would like that, yeah. I like. Well, I, I would like to oh, see on. more of that kind of shit. You know, <laughs> at least it's creative. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, that's like an action movie thing. You know, that's like, oh yeah, that's. I'm sure that's really gonna work. But in a movie, in an action movie, like, ah, that's kind of right. cool. Right. <laughs> Need more of that, less fucking cartoon characters and stupid bullshit, you know. Yeah, it it doesn't work. The, the, yeah, the the but universe it, of the movie is yeah is shit. Yeah, and I actually just I was just thinking like like Sam was saying, you know, it's like all it's like in this world, all movies are going on at once, and it doesn't make any sense. And I just realized that th- that the the cameos just contribute to that chaos. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing Sharon Stone, seeing Robert Patrick. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Yeah. I would and have liked to if the movie world would have had little cameras all over the place. 
And then oh. so kids like, well, this is how they make the movies. They they take you know for for us. He's like, no, no, those are for security, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when it comes funny. to the real world, you break the fourth wall, and he picks up a you know a video camera in the kid's house. He's like, well, look, you have cameras too. And the kid's like, oh no, this is the real world. We just make films. He's like, sure you do. And he's holding it, and it's swinging around, and we're laughing because we're <laughs> you know on the outside. You know, there there were so many opportunities, you yeah. know, but yeah. But you know when you go through this list of writers and you re- and you, I don't know how many different interviews you guys saw, but you know Shane Black saying, "Oh, I thought we came up with a really great movie because because you know Zach had a, this really really small movie where the script wasn't really a, a summer you know a summer blockbuster and we added in scenes we were really happy with it and then all of what we had just disappeared when John McTiernan took over and the studio told us, "Well, let him do what he wants." And so it's just it's just interesting to see like you know it's like a game of telephone you know like whoever started this out and then saw the final thing like it yeah. probably wasn't a single person who was like oh like they <laughs> my, my, every single person is probably like oh my idea was better <laughs> yeah yeah every single person involved in this probably thought they ruined my movie yeah. <laughs> All of them. They all thought the exact same thing. They ruined my movie. <laughs> oh, well. I so yeah. m- minor nitpick. There's a scene somewhere in the middle, before they go into the real world, where Charles Dance is like returning home, I guess, and he takes out the fake eye, and he's yeah. got a regular eye. I thought that too. Like, what? Well, what the hell is that? Are we supposed to not? We were just supposed to not notice that. Yeah, they don't even shy away from it with the camera. They, 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 you see his, you see both of his eyes. Yeah, his actual and they're not eyes. contact lenses. They clearly show them <laughs> as like orbs. Yeah, and they, so say stra- he's got a, they say he's got a glass eye. Yeah, yeah. It's so strange. Like it's such an odd little thing. You could have tried to at least put a little makeup on one, of, you know, the eye socket or something, or yeah, or just I don't know. Or yeah, don't shoot I, that eye. You know. Or shorten it so he takes it out and sets it down and you never really see his face. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so odd. Yeah, it's I just could, like this, it's it just like this dumb little thing that I couldn't sort of let go. No, I, I had the same <laughs> thought. I was like, wait a minute, what What are we looking at here? Yeah. Uh, uh. Or, or, you know, the explanation for why he has one that's like, you know, crosshair. Okay, I've got my red eye, red eyeball today. And then he puts in a big cat eye or you know he puts in different eyes but there's no purpose to it right he's just slamming him in there to look creepy i guess i guess you could you could argue that that is because he's a creepy movie guy and then he doesn't really need a, a real motivation for it or something i guess but in the world they've sort of set up you'd think the each eye had like a different kind of laser or something yeah and, and the way <laughs> not that that, that would make it any better <laughs> <laughs> well the way he's like so smart about like he's always correcting the idioms he's like you know it's easy as easy as pie you know yeah and like he's meticulous about things but there's no explanation for the eye and there's no like there's no payoff for any of that stuff it's just like yeah. oh, he's just a he's a kind of a reserved you know british killer guy i don't <laughs> know like, it doesn't make any sense yeah we get to see mercedes rule again though yeah. Yeah. Like for the third time. Yeah. Yeah. We're having some weird 
triple ups because we got Danny DeVito now again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like voice only, yeah, yeah. Yep. This is her third Arnold movie. Oh boy, um, Twins, Predator. Yeah, that's it. A lot of triples. Yeah. Where's Robert Prosky from? In our in our world, is he's he in him. something else? Um, oh, he's in Thief. Thief. Wow, good good pull. I was like, I know he's, I know we've seen him before, but that's it. Is that the only one? Uh, actually, wait, no, that's something. Never mind. Did no. we do no? Uh, huh. A lot of other familiar things, but nothing that we've done. I don't. Think. Yeah. Agreed. But Although I mean, the talent. Go ahead. There was somebody else. Of, I was like, "Wait, did we do?" I was like, "Did we do broadcast news?" No, no, we didn't. That's what I was. I was looking through his filmography. And I was like, "Did we do Hoffa?" No, <laughs> we didn't do that. Miss Doubtfire? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but I mean, you have um, Ian McKellen as Death. Yeah, that's great. I, you got, know, I had no idea. You got Art Carney in his last role, which I never would have known it was Art Carney until I read the credit. But and then um, he gets a little, you know, you know, Art Carney, right? Norton yeah. from Donnie Moves. Mm-hmm. Sure. He sounded like Norton for a second there when he did, when he was kind of shrill. And anyway, whatever. I'm just saying that there's a lot of talent in this movie. Oh, sure. So either those agents were like really selling it it's going to be the it's going to be a big movie it's going to be good for you or maybe they wanted to work with these people i don't know i mean Arnold Schwarzenegger is a huge star so yeah Yeah. that right there might be enough for most of these people to be like oh it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie shit yeah from the guy who directed Die Hard all right right you want a cameo (laughs) sure yeah Yeah. like everybody want a cameo you know MC Hammer I think I think Arnold wasn't completely wrong in his thinking. I mean, he was wrong to pick. You know, he he was wrong about a lot of things, but I don't think his like the idea was wrong. Like because he kind of does the same thing in True Lies, yeah, which is a year later. Mm-hmm. James Cameron is like, I get it. Let me do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if the, how it, how that happened came about, but I know that True Lies was was good action, was funny, sure. Um, kind of use some of the same blurred lines of action versus, I mean, spy movie action, mm-hmm. real life, you know, having a wife, kind of a Pulp Fiction type feel to it, you know, like, oh, what happens when they go home? You know, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, people have traded on that since then too, but it's not as, it's not like, you know, the Galaxy Quest elevated the, the sort of the the genre somehow or like stayed true to their genre with, even though it was making fun of it and this is nowhere near that <laughs> nowhere near it it's like they didn't like get it's like they don't even get their own movies they don't get action movies or i don't know i i'm not saying i get it i'm just saying it's clear that they they were barking up wrong trees left and right yeah, I think Cove probably nailed it on the head about that, though, is when you talk about these movies that you're, you know, you're talking about or Scream is they're parodying it, but they're 
leaving the elements that entertain you there real. Like, right. you know, you still have suspense. You still have the, the, the jump scares and all that mm-hmm. scream. And this yeah. is, they're parodying the things that are supposed to be most fun. You can parody the movie. You can, you, you know, you can make a joke of after the fact of, holy cow, this car shouldn't be drivable. And you'd be like, well, why not? These things are built or they're all indestructible. You know, mm-hmm. I've never right. had a car break down on me, <laughs> you know, like you can do that after the, after whatever cool thing. But when it, like you said, when it's so ridiculous and stupid, you've, you've taken away, you know, cause if you're parodying an action movie, you still have to have good action, whatever yeah. you're parodying, you know, you still have to have the good version of it. You know, it, Austin Powers is a total parody, but it still has all of the actual elements that they're parodying. They just call them out mm-hmm. the whole way, you know? Right. Sorry. Another example, yeah. What the heck did they... What were they thinking? Hmm. But this is one of those things that when I think of this, I'm like... Because this is, this is like just about everybody you've ever met in your life. It's like, oh, I have this great idea for a movie. And they say it. And you're like, yeah, it could be good. But you realize that this was also someone being like, I have this great idea for a movie. And if you say it in two sentences, you're like, yeah, that could work. But you realize <laughs> how much more it takes to actually come up with a script that someone wants to make yeah. that's, that's actually good. And then all the other steps. Because all of these things were, were someone's great idea. Yeah. I feel like the the cop angle was a, a mistake in itself because, I mean, other than you got to do the little lethal weapon joke real quick, like, oh, two days from retirement, you know? Yeah. Okay, that's that's funny. But then you do the, the really loud chief thing, which is... Yeah, like, that was so so annoying and that's some, that's already been done like you know so i married an axe murder they already did all that cop stuff right. only they did it in such a fucking broad cartoony ridiculous way where he can't understand what he's saying is he's literally got smoke coming out of his ears mm-hmm. right it's just uh, so fucking again. stupid are they parodying yeah. action movies or are they parodying a parody of an action movie you know right they're parodying the parody of a cop movie yeah it's ugh. Yeah, yeah, there's just so many like so many creative choices that don't make any fucking sense and just sort of unravel what they're trying to accomplish. Well, maybe because half the time they're trying to entertain 10-year-olds and the other half they're trying to entertain 18-year-olds. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Son of a bitch. The uh <laughs> I found I found the score very distracting because of how mm. much it sounded like Die Hard. And I know it's the same guy, but wow. Like Dang. It's, um, yeah, I guess I just didn't like how you see Arnold's boots and then you hear the same guitar lick Mm -hmm. and, you know, it just, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't interesting. Nope. I thought the other music was also often distracting. The ACDC? The rock music. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there were times it was just like so loud and distracting as uh, like i don't know maybe it was just meant meant to be that way like a parody of music too or something like it just sometimes seemed out of place too loud um you know just heavy guitars which 
Yeah. Is, you know, you're talking to someone who loves rock music, and I was just like, this is just distracting me. What was that device, that music player he had in the car? Like, once once he's in the convertible, he goes through the magic screen, he's in the convertible, they have a big chase. And at the end of that, um, Arnold, or Jack Slater, whatever, puts some more music in. And it's not like, it's not a Walkman, it's not a CD, a CD player. You guys know what I'm talking about? I don't know. It was a weird like, cartridge. And it was so oh. quick that I was like, oh, what? Wait, do I remember that? What is that? What the hell is that? I mean, it wasn't an eight track, right? It, it, no, it was square. Right? It was square. It was small. It looked like a like a disc, like one of those old, um, you know, hard discs from the 90s. But it, but it, oh, a mini disc. Yeah. Oh, was it a mini disc? I do vaguely remember those. They didn't last very long. I don't know. I was just like, oh, I wish I had. I mean, just thought of it now, and then I, I wish I had looked it up, looked up what that was. But I mean, <laughs> anybody who's not old like us will have no idea what we're talking about, even if we said CD player or cassette. Player I mean, there was there was in. there was DATS, which were did, digital audio yeah, tape. Maybe it was that. But that was more that was more like a production thing. That was yeah, that's high end. You'd use on shoots and stuff. It's not something anyone would listen to music because the players were super expensive. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'll, yeah, maybe we'll maybe it'll come up again in some other movie. We'll be like, hey, maybe someone out there is listening and knows specifically. And <laughs> yeah. Can email us at thefilmwiththreebrains at gmail dot com. Uh, yes. It won't happen because there none of them are gonna listen or won't go watch a movie in which you say in the first ten seconds of the review that it's pure crap. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah. But maybe they're yeah. cone types and they'll see everything and anything. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure there's plenty of people listening who like Last Action Hero, but there's not plenty of people listening. There's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe there is. All right, I'm going to call out Dave. Dave, you you like this stupid movie. Uh, <laughs> write, email us and tell us what, any, you know, say something useful. <laughs> useful. <laughs> Helps out. You know who you are. <laughs> but that goes for everyone. If you have any thoughts on this, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Then we can guarantee it will be mentioned on the next episode. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it is not a common occurrence. <laughs> Shoot, we don't, do we even have the sound effect ready anymore? We don't have the... Yeah, I have it somewhere. Got mail thing. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll, just, maybe I'll just email us. That works. <laughs> I'm sure you'll forget some from, gripe from, that we you'll to, remember from, an hour from, from now. my from my burner account. Yeah, <laughs> so you don't know it's me. Do it. Either that, or we gotta queue up the a sound effect for crickets, and we'll just use that instead. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. His daughter was also distracting. Yeah. Because she's pretty. No, pretty. I didn't know it was her. That was her first movie because she's been in, in a lot of stuff since. Wasn't she? Isn't she from uh, your Mortal Mortal Kombat movie? Oh, is she in uh, that? She's in um, the old one. She's in Billy Madison. Oh yeah, yeah. She's in the original Mortal Kombat, I believe. Oh. I don't know which character she plays. Um, 
Sheena, maybe? Yeah, I don't one know. Of the, I'm one totally of guessing. the ladies. Right. Good, good guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you think she was distracting because of her, like, the way she was just there? I don't know. She's Well, Sam, what do you, yeah. you said it. What do you think? No, I do. I, I just think, generally? Just everything about her. Like, it just, like... I, I don't know. It didn't seem like a necessary part of the movie. Then, because the thing too is like when you have someone, when you have someone leave the world, you know, his world behind. You know, mm-hmm. he's got to. It's he never goes like, well, I got to get back. Like my daughter. Like right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, and then they start. I want to know what the original ending of the movie was to this because they have the scene where he starts talking to Mercedes Rule. And they're like, oh, maybe he's going to stay behind and solve that problem of being a father figure and mm-hmm. et cetera. But he can't do that, you know, like, because he has his daughter. Like, it just, it, and then her being like the, you know, an action hero in her own way, I thought seemed kind of weird. Um, it just, it just did, none of it worked for me. Yeah, there was no, like, she's a gymnast or something, like, there's some explanation that why she can kick ass or she's just her father's daughter, I guess. I don't know. Right. Well, that, so the question is, is like, is everyone in this world capable of being a superhero, super villain? Like, is that, is that what? Right. Cause they mentioned that there's no unattractive women, you know, he's like, there's, right. there's no normal people here. It's just, you know, and then he says, Oh, it's California, California. Right. <laughs> Anyway, hmm. yes. Hmm. Some of yeah. the effects. I was gonna say some of the effects are pretty, pretty, uh, pretty janky too. And I gotta imagine it has something to do with the sort of the time frame and the way everything was rushed. But there's some green screen work here. Like the edges look like they're glowing and shit. And. Hmm. Like, uh, especially after seeing Jurassic Park, where everything's so <laughs> fucking seamless, even right. now, right? It holds up so well. <laughs> Those two movies were made in the same year. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I feel like we should have like a ton more nitpicks, but I don't, but I don't think it, well. Any more no, of that I feel useful. like there's I feel like when there's, there's no point in no, like nitpicking when when the yeah. broad strokes are so horrendous. <laughs> 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 All right, so the question then really the last question we have to answer is is it better or worse than rooftops? No. I wouldn't know. I've never seen rooftops. All right. <laughs> How are the duck? Oh man. Um I think okay. it's better than Howard the Duck. Yeah. Yeah, you know why? Because I just get an irritated, like annoyed by Howard the Duck. Like, at some point, I'm just like, I'm sick of looking at this duck. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm like, sick of looking it, at this duck. <laughs> yeah, I want a new duck. I want a new duck, yeah. Yeah, one that won't quack too loud. Um, yeah. I think that's that's what it is. It's a, it just, Yeah. See, I, but I felt that way about the kid. Oh, no, the kid's terrible, but at least you have, like, Arnold and the villain. You know, you're like... Yeah. Charles Dance, I like a lot. I think he's great. 
Mm-hmm. I like him in even in like The Golden Child, which is pretty not a good movie, but yeah, he's one of the best things about that movie. He's he's a good villain. And he's great in Game of Thrones, of course, playing mm-hmm. like the ultimate fucking villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was almost too he was almost too good for this movie because he was like, you know, threatening and competent and figured stuff out and. Mm-hmm. But like he didn't fit the crappy action movie genre either, you know. Unless you want to put him in in the Die Hard category, I think Alan Rickman was actually considered for that for that role. I think. Yeah, I read that too. That'd have been probably. Or he, or he turned it else. down. Like they asked yeah, him, and he said no. Yeah. Which is probably a good thing. I love Alan Rickman, but it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's too. He did not need this on his resume. Yeah. Right. And he only started his movie career with with Die Hard, so he probably didn't want to play another Die Hard. He wanted to be typecast. Yeah. Yeah, boy, 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 boy. Oh, you know who else is uh, triple up? Hmm. Uh, Was it Al Young was in there? Oh yeah. We've had him a few times. He was in Die Hard. Yeah, he's in Big Trouble in Little China. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, the one in Detroit. He's uh, in Lethal Weapon, but we action, haven't done action that Jackson. yet. Action Jackson. He's a quadruple up. <laughs> action Jackson. Who picked that? Uh, <laughs> had to be you. I think I picked it, but that was just purely so we could talk about seeing no. Action Jackson. You didn't pick it, did you? I didn't. I, I, that was the one where we oh, had Tom, yeah. Tom on. Is so it? I knew, yeah, I knew it ahead of time. So that wasn't me? That's why you picked it. I know. No, because we got kicked ah, out of it. That's why. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's the most Cohen pick I've ever made. I oh, think. yeah. Awesome. I didn't have to waste <laughs> waste one on my list for that. <laughs> oh, boy, Action Jackson. That's right, because we got booted. <laughs> got our ass kicked out of there. <laughs> and to see satisfaction for like the sixth time. Uh, yeah. Good. Hmm. Well, yeah, I got, I got nothing left. You to got say. nothing? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've, I, there was some other things. Like I was, I thought I was gonna have so much to say about this movie, but that's the problem. It's like there's nothing to hold on to. Like my, it, all this, all the plot points, like, you know, drip out of my brain like pudding or something. It's just, it, it, it I don't know. Nothing sticks. Yeah. I think. I remember the axe and the, oh, that's the other thing. Wait, this this big scary guy has a big sharp axe, mm-hmm. and his big move is to whip it at him, <laughs> <laughs> so we can see the slow mo. Because that shot of of him dodging the axe, yeah, is like he's going down while the axe is still yeah. in the you know like he has to it go doesn't past doesn't make any sense like <laughs> the physics of it make no sense physics the physical no sense. space of where he is in the axe and how he got there oh, yeah it's just like what i mean sure it looks cool i don't know how they did the shot but yeah it makes no sense or the fact that he has to like put it together he's like here's the handle and click and then he slides in the here's this part click and he's assembling his axe i mean it, what 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 are you doing I wonder where that axe is now. Uh, probably at Planet Hollywood somewhere. Are so there still Planet Hollywoods? Good question. I don't know. 
Now I was saying earlier that that um, Arnold was really took it hard, and I I find that kind of interesting because I guess because he was coming off a of T2, and it was such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, it's somewhere it said like, oh, this was kind of the start of the end of his film career mm-hmm. because this did, you know, this wasn't the big success he thought it would be. But and he, he still, was the executive you know, producer, so like it's sort right. of his thing. He did a ton of interviews and junkets and stuff like that. You know, he did all all of this legwork and you know pulled strings to get actors on there. He, I don't know, I, I don't know the way it's described is like he was doing everything on this damn movie. Yeah, but the surprising part to me is that he, <laughs> maybe this is just me, but that he considered himself a really big actor. <laughs> yeah this is maybe this isn't fair to call me out if i'm if i'm going too far here but like he's in a lot of movies i like a lot of them you know, start, you know commando all the way up uh you know i don't like every one of them raw deal and whatnot like this but he's definitely arnold like we all know who he is mm-hmm. and so the part of the you know part of the deal with this movie probably should have been him doing himself, like doing Arnold stuff. Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, yes. I don't know what that would have been. I don't know what he would have been comfortable with. You know. Um. I mean, and I'm not just talking about like making fun of his accent. I'm not. It's not that exactly. It's just that like his whole persona, his he this movie guy persona, or whatever it not persona like whoever he actually however he thinks of himself is a little different than I think most people think of him. Although now, you know, then he went on to become governor. You know, he's he's world famous. Like, nobody, you know, <laughs> nobody doesn't know who he is. It's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, at some point, we had to start taking him seriously as a, as a movie icon. Yeah. And some of it, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm in that group. I say, I'd say he's... You know, he deserves his Hollywood star and all that stuff. But sure. I just don't see how, like, <laughs> you know, he had this bodybuilding career. He, you know, he's gone to a new country. He's, you know, he's done a lot of things. I just don't, I just don't <laughs> quite get how you thought this is it. No, this is my legacy. It's going to be acting. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or am I going too far? No, I don't know what you're saying at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that is his legacy. Okay, all right, fair enough. What do you, I mean, more I than more than being it. governor of California, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, good. Nobody remembers that anymore because I hated that. <laughs> but it is pretty crazy that you know True Lies comes out in 1994, and he never makes another good movie for right. 30 fucking years. Right, and it's, it's not because he couldn't do it. It's, it's weird. Not, it's weird. Like he he decided maybe he had run, he had gone as far as he could. Maybe. And yeah, there's a big there's a big gap there where you know he's doing politics horse shit, you know, in the early two thousands or whatever the hell. But still, still, I mean, garbage like Jingle All the Way, Eraser, Batman and Robin, End of Days, The Sixth Day, yeah, you know, Collateral yeah. Damage. It's just garbage after garbage. Did and he... those <laughs> fucking Terminator sequels that don't make any goddamn sense. And the right? Expendables movies, which are like they're okay, but I mean, it's not fucking Predator, you know. It's not True Lies. It's not Terminator 2. It's not even Commando. It's it's just strange. You just decided you want to be Mr. Freeze. Yes. 
All right. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm take this I'll go down this rabbit hole on my own sometime. I'll figure it out. I'll I'll get back to you. Yeah, but I also I mean I don't know. I mean, at some point if you're a young action hero and you turn say 50 years old, mm-hmm. there's now a whole bunch of other young people who are 20, 25 years younger than you who could be action heroes. Like it, yeah. it can't go on forever. I mean, what, right. so <laughs> that's I mean, why they made the expendables so they could keep going. <laughs> right. Right. But it's, but that's expendables. Isn't, for, isn't really it's for, for us kids. older folks. No, it it's, is. It's, yeah, it, it is. is. It's like, Hey, here's, it's, it's kind of like seeing that band that you like in 1990 at the County fair, you know, like, like you might drag your kids to it, but that band is there because they're your age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and he's he's now. That's what the all these movies are, you know. And of course, as long as he's alive, they're gonna try to make him be the Terminator because no one else can be the Terminator, mm-hmm. right? You know, and at some point they'll do it, and they'll have some CGI thing the same way they CGI Princess Leia or anybody else. So we right. can watch Terminator movies to the end of time, um, which will be mm. great. But. <laughs> <laughs> Does it work? This is another random question. Does it work that Sylvester Stallone is ter- in Terminator 2 in the movie universe? Like, it's convenient for because Jack Slater doesn't have to go, oh, that looks like me. That's weird. You know? Yeah. But there is, there is like, there are movies in the movie universe. There's a movie store. There's, a mo- you know, there's movie posters. But they're not, I don't know. I, I, like, that's when my brain gets a little fidgety. Like, right. <laughs> well, that was the whole thing. They didn't make the rules up. I mean, it's right. kind they didn't of fun. They didn't choose any rules, did they? Right. There aren't right. any. There aren't any. So okay. that's. So it goes so, with the, all the other problems. Right. Because okay. it, for a moment, you know, it, depending on how they do it, you'd be like, oh, that's fun. They have movies of their own thing. And some of the movie character, you know, actors in their world are the actors. So that right. means the actors are in different worlds. And depending on which world you're in, you get different things, which would make mean that the cartoon cat and Humphrey Bogart shouldn't be there. They're in their own worlds, right. you know, because clearly <laughs> in this world, there's a, you know, this is the parallel universe. You know, this is the, this is what start, I'm sure that started off all the multiverse stuff is, is this. We just didn't get to that yet. Mm. And in the multiverse, Sylvester Stallone is the Terminator. Gotcha. And Arnold in real life, so, so Colin was saying that kind of the the real world stuff works a little bit better toward the end. I mean the the fact that Arnold would attack Jack Slater or or who did he he jumped on somebody right because there was I can't remember exactly what happened. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Arnold, uh, I guess we'll Arnold just <laughs> stopped his Jack Slater self. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then said, wow, you, if, studio has to tell me if you're going to pull a stunt like this. And, oh, that was the other thing I was confused by. They're in LA. He's in New York. There's a giant movie premiere in New York. I mean, it's, do they have r- red carpet movie premiere? Yeah. I mean, no, they, they have do. some, but... Sometimes, yeah. Okay. So that's not out of place? No. 
what uh where what part of i know they're in like times square it's at points but what is this shitty neighborhood this kid lives in i don't know Hell's kitchen or something i mean i don't i don't even know <laughs> if it was i don't even know if it was really supposed to be like a real a real neighborhood i it's yeah i don't know it's, it yeah, just it, it was so i mean jesus <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really looked like shit. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, guess in the early nineties, maybe hallway. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, can't even get out of his building without getting mugged. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like. I wasn't. I guess I was so checked out. I don't even remember. I mean, even early on, I was just like, eh, uh, I just knew I was supposed to see, acknowledge something, and I was yeah, like, oh, he was okay, so annoying, and just like, where? The f- I, don't, I didn't even look at street signs. Usually, I look at street signs see if it's like a real place, but I don't yeah. know. The this kid was annoying, like, but even before he opened his mouth, I was like. What is with that haircut? I know. It's so weird. <laughs> Why? It's like a 70s, you know, yeah. like you're in a, you're on a sitcom or something. Like, what? Right. Anyway. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> Sorry, Austin O'Brien. It's not, it's yeah. not all your fault. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right. So, they, so even though Arnold has said he would do a sequel... Please God, never let there be a sequel to this movie. I think he's yeah. and he, actually recently he said that this movie's underrated, and I think that's still stems from his, you know, his disappointment about it. But I mean, if yeah, I'm sure some people liked it or still like it. You know, that's fine. It's not. It's not the worst movie ever made. No, and it's weird. It's it's. You know, you look at the reviews for this now, this many years later, and it's just like anything else. The people who like it, you know, you know, put it up so that when you when you look at the audience score on uh, IMDb or or uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's it's higher than you think. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, yeah. six point five. Yeah. All right. Can we, All right. Uh, Come on. Let's move we, on. Can we leave? Yeah. This, I need to know what we're doing next. <laughs> this trashy, yeah. yeah, another world of fucked up films. Um, you going yes. early eighties? <laughs> well, okay. Cohen. Yes. This we're we're doing this movie as a reaction to the movies before, and I'm gonna piggyback on on this one. Um, I'm gonna do a meta movie of my own. Okay. But this you made one a movie. Suck. <laughs> yes, I've been very busy lately. <laughs> no, it's a it's a well known movie. Um, a director we've done once before. Is it Scream? It's not Scream. Oh, is it? Uh, um, if it's, is it Frank Miller or not Frank Miller? Uh, uh, George Miller. It's not George Miller. Oh. Which we done fairly recently it's uh peter weir oh oh is it the truman show it is the truman show 1998 last action hero is way better (laughs) (laughs) i guess we'll see won't we the truman show that's that's good i will i will eat my hat if that's a good one i'm glad you didn't choose i'm glad you didn't choose ed tv because that sucks yeah i vaguely remember ed tv and not not (laughs) having fond memories of it 
No, but you said like, oh, I've been doing a lot of good movies lately. Let's do a piece of shit. Well, okay. <laughs> that was a course correction. Well, I'm, I'm getting this back on track. We're going to, all right. We're going to do the same thing, but better. Good call. It appears to be on prime video. It is on prime video. So that's also, this is convenient. our first, uh, Jim Carrey, right? Huh? No. Is it our first? Is it? Oh, no, no, we did. Um, we did. No, you you picked the one, Cohen. You the the um the cable guy. Cable cable guy, yeah. Oh okay. right, cable guy. It's our first dramatic Jim Carrey for sure. Yeah. So right. yeah, if you uh, survived the last action here, please join us for the Truman Show. Yeah. Oh, it's and you know it's got a double up from the movie we just watched from the last action hero. Hmm. Oh, his best friend. And the Truman Show, I forgot his name, is in Last Tall Action Hero. He plays, he plays a small part as a cop or something, right? Yeah, Noah Emmerich. Yeah, Noah Emmerich, yeah. Huh. Nice. All right. Well, this has been probably our something. best episode. Yeah. Yep. We polished up that turd. Yeah. <laughs> I think our episode's better than the movie. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Can't say that every day. <laughs> All right. That's enough cream puff. I'm out of here. Ooh, we mixed it up. Whoa. (laughs) What the heck is going on? Am I in a movie? The last action hero has gotten to him. (laughs) He's around the bend. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. I'll be back. At some point, I'm just like, I'm sick of looking at this duck.